السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته and welcome back to Voice of the Millennials with myself Yasin Kipi on Voice of the Cape 91.3 FM Studio. If you want to interact with us, you can phone 021-442-3530. We will pick up the phone. Uh, you can SMS us on 47913 uh, WhatsApp us on 072-238-0712. Now we join in studio with a group of volunteers um, that had recently volunteered for Islamic Relief and organized the Unity Week, which successfully raised 214,000 rand. Um, uh, I think we need a round of applause for that. Yeah. <laughs> um, and that is uh, none other than Rushta Buli. Um, and we're talking about Quran. She's the grandson of uh, the late Sheikh Yusuf. Um, and then we have Naila Holland with her uh, westernized utter that uh, gives <laughs> uh, energy lift. Um, we have Dan Moore, uh, Chuma as well. Uh, welcome to you. And then, of course, uh, we have um, Mariam Krill. Uh, if, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, yeah, assalamu alaikum to all of you. So uh, you were involved in Unity Week and um, oftentimes we see as, as a public, from a public perspective, we see these grand things and a lot of money coming in because of the, the, the important nature of, of what you're doing it for. Uh, tell us about Unity Week. Um, maybe we can start um, um, with, uh, with Mariam. Oh, that's me. <laughs> um, well, Unity Week in essence was a combination of ideas that was brought forth by Rushtabuli and, and Ashraf, <laughs> Ashraf Kini. So it was, it was just an idea and when I was introduced to it, I had no idea. I thought I was a volunteer. To, oh, okay. I thought I was going to volunteer just to assist in that week of um, charity, or well, just that charity at that, that stage. And uh, lo and behold, it was not that. I was actually asked to be on the committee of the event, and that is how I got involved with, with Unity Week. Um, but it is about raising funds for orphans and vulnerable children, and yeah. that is what we ultimately did. Yeah, I mean, uh, and obviously, who influenced you in doing this? You mentioned Ashraf. Um, um, Dan, well, uh, t- talk to us about, um, you know, the, the Islamic Relief perspective of, of, of Unity Week. Okay, thank you. Let me start by saying uh, Unity Week is a, is a new concept. It's a new initiative that uh, started in, in Europe, uh-huh. and it proved to work very well. And we adopted it here in Africa. And uh, we started implementing it here in Cape Town this year, and it proved to to work very well. So it's a very powerful initiative that can help us to address the really multifaceted challenges facing the vulnerable children, mm-hmm. especially orphans. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think that's really important is to focus on the why behind you know what you're doing. Um, um, if if I can bring in uh, um, Rushta, yeah, um, just to tell us more about that, um, the importance of of going beyond simply oh it's just another organisation looking for funds, but it's why are we doing this? You know. Well, in in combination with raising funds for orphans and vulnerable children. What Unity Week also aimed to do is bring together different um, groups of people from different backgrounds and bring them together to show that we can actually work together to raise, um, to do some good and do some uh, to make positive changes in our local community and international community at large. So, 
for me personally, raising the funds, obviously we, we're raising, uh, we, we, because it's a charity event, we needed to raise money and we chose orphans and vulnerable children. But on a larger scale, um, Unity Week was to was to bring groups of uh, groups of uh, different people to show that we can work together and put aside our differences and come together for a good cause. Uh, and um, of course, um, you know, Ilo, what are some of the main things that that you've um, you know gained through this experience uh, with uh, the the rest of the volunteers and through Unity Week? Okay, so what I've gained was an insight on how different people with different perspectives, different personalities can all come together and unite for a simple cause, you know. Mm -hmm. We're all doing it to assist people, to help people. And no matter how different we are, whether we are um, separate, uh, separated by gender or religion, whatever it was, we came together for this one cause. And what I learned was a lot of sober. Yeah. And I learned to be humble. I've learned to be content with what I have because you know that every small thing that you do, you are assisting and you are aiding somebody in, like you know, whether it's five minutes or ten minutes that you spend volunteering and doing anything, you know, someone out there, a stranger, a complete stranger, is benefiting from that. Someone you don't know from above, so is actually benefiting from that sacrifice, so from that five, ten minutes that you sacrifice to do what it is in volunteering. And uh, that's really important, uh, the fact that uh, it's called Unity Week and uh, um, going through the motions teaches and ushers in with an understanding of what is needed for unity mm. oftentimes we look at all the conditions before actually just putting ourselves in that positions and then garnering an understanding after that mm. um, uh, talk to us about you know that feeling when you finally you know you you you've you know, you raise money and um, you know what to do with the money now um, and then you take it to these people who, are, who, who need it. Um, who can comment on, on that? Um, I think th that feeling alone, I don't, you cannot describe it because you ultimately, that hard work that Naila explained was, was work that you did not in, in any way think was going to come to, to such a, a big amount. But obviously handing over amounts such as that, um, the, the funds were de definitely going to be distributed to orphans and vulnerable children, but some of them were actually going to be distributed to various organizations, and in mm -hmm. particular Burma, um, yeah. because one of the organizations that's particularly asked for that money to be sent over there. We don't at this stage get to, to be that um, lucky to hand it over just yet. I don't know what Islamic Relief's okay. idea is regarding <laughs> that, but yeah. I'm hoping that if we get an opportunity of that magnitude, I, I don't know, that feeling would probably be a very overwhelming just to see that. Yeah, and, and um, you know, the special thing is, yeah, and, and we got a message from um, Mr. Kenny, Ashraf Kenny. Um, he says, shout out to the volunteers <laughs> in studio from Ashraf and the rest of the Islamic Relief Cape Town family. Um, that includes so many, um, obviously Yusuf Mohammed yeah. as well, and um, obviously the countless women um, who we are celebrating today as well. Uh, of course, Dan was well, <laughs> yes, as well. Um, but um, it's, it's a very important thing also because um, volunteering is not your full-time occupation. It's not an occupation, <laughs> but you know you don't do it full-time, even though there are people who do it full-time, and kudos to them. Yeah. But you are working. Um, uh, one of you is a single mother with 
children and and you have uh, all of these responsibilities uh, let's start with you um, 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 Mariam um, talk yeah. to us about that uh, you know that effort that needs to be taken strange that you should mention that I was as I was leaving to come to the interview I said um, I said to my daughter about the interview and I explained what I was doing and she said oh so now you don't have time for us anymore <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's not like that she understands and um, the sacrifices that I made was it was it's not just for me it's it's purely based on um you know preparing my little package for Akira and yeah at that point when I decided to <coughs> become part of a volunteer and the role that I was playing for me it was important to do that so that my children could learn from that mm-hmm. um to see that you you can do something for someone or others who have less than you and not expect anything in return but do you have the time though? I do I make the time? That's an interesting. <laughs> people often say, so, "Oh, I don't have time." No, Alhamdulillah, I have a sub- very supportive um, a support structure. Now, my mom and my dad. Mm-hmm. Um, when I come home, food's cooked. Alhamdulillah, shukran, daddy. <laughs> so, um, you know that those are the things that help uh, you get you the time that you need when you want to volunteer. Yeah. My children sacrificed along with the, the the two months that I've been in and out and yeah. coming from work and then going straight into a meeting, staying up until nine o'clock. But those are the sacrifices sacrifices that I think are important for them to see. Um, Not sacrificing your, you know, pocket money. That's not for them valuable to see or learn. But, uh, you know, I take it from the time that I spend just liaising with the groups, uh, the effort that I put in there, that is important for me to know that I'm not doing it to get anything from anybody. Um, not even being here at the radio station for me is a reward because this is just to get the word out there so that others can see that you can make a difference with that little bit that you do put in. Yeah. So Alhamdulillah. And, like and that's a very, very important point, you know, when I, I came back from a certain area as well and uh, for me it was a sense of responsibility. Not a celebration, yeah. um, but let's take a break, and when we come back, we'll, we'll continue with with uh, talking about that responsibility of volunteering. Live from Cape Town, this is the Voice of the Cape, ninety-one point three FM. So to Lafayette, Voice of the Millennials. With Yasin Kipi. Igniting the youth. Assalamu alaikum, welcome back to Voice of the Millennials. Um, and we're still joined in studio with uh, volunteers, of course, Naila Holland, um, Mariam Krill, uh, Rushtabuli, and uh, Dan Mochuma. I actually remember the names all that. <laughs> anyway, so let's continue with that sense of responsibility and um, students, people who work. Um, tell us about your story, uh, uh, Naila. Okay, so I was at a Muslim school and, you know, they always warned me about when you go into the big wide world, everything's going to be difficult, they're going to challenge your Islam. And I thought, okay, I'll, I'll always stick to my Muslim identity, but that's always because, you know, you were surrounded by Muslims, you only knew about Muslim people. And then I went to IPSA, the Islamic uh, Peace College of South Africa, and it was absolutely amazing. I <coughs> fell more in love with the dean there, I met people of the book, and you feel happier when you are surrounded by people of the book. Yeah. And then I left IPSA, I finished off my studies there, and then I went to go and work, and that mm-hmm. is when I was in the big wide world. And there were so many challenges that I had to face because, you know, you don't really see Muslim girls wearing hijab. Mm. And 
when people saw me wear hijab and dress modestly, they were always questioning, like, so why does other Muslims do this and why do you do this? And yeah. I had to explain. But it was a lovely experience for me <laughs> because I got to inspire and motivate other Muslims where I was to, you know, be yeah. more Islamically But it's inclined. still difficult, though, isn't it? It is extremely yeah. difficult because there are some answers that you can't question, like you can't answer. Mm. Um, for example, why do this? Why do this Muslims do this? But why don't you do it? Yeah. And it's difficult to explain that being Muslim is, is a personal thing. So if people decide they want to do that, they can do that. This is my decision. But I think everywhere, no matter what you do, you always get questioned on anything, even if it's not religious-wise. So yeah. I think it's, it's just something that kind of makes you stronger internally. It's like your own personal nafs that you have to build. Yeah, and I think that's one of the parts of the, the reason why we're having this discussion, besides trying to motivate people to, you know, focus on volunteering as well, but also to uh, understand that we can only connect the dots looking backwards, you know, understand why would that happen to me or, or what am I going to do in the future? I don't know, but uh, trust in Allah to, to make sure that my path is a good one. Uh, what about your um, uh, your interactions with um, the world of volunteering? You know, has it given you a personal you know, happiness um, or? Um, I definitely say yes because I think if you're passionate about uh, particular or different um, areas within your life, then you tend to want to get involved. And for me, volunteering um, is uh, is a passion for me in the sense that I'd like to convey a message that it's it's very possible to hold on to your Islamic identity and still get involved in. The secular world and get involved in secular activities. Mm-hmm. Um, so for me, uh, yes. And uh, how about you, Dan? Well, um, how has your experience been personally with volunteering? Um, how has it um, uh, transformed any of your perspectives? Okay, thank you. It's a very interesting question. Yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, volunteerism, to me, let me start perhaps by quoting one of the renowned. Yeah. Revolutionary of our time, Muhammad Gadi, who said, uh, The best way to find yourself is to lose yourself for the service of others. Oh, wow, it's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. So, to me, volunteerism is uh, about sacrifice. Mm. Sacrificing for the cause of humanity. Yeah. Sacrificing uh, for the cause of the poor in our communities. Mm. Uh, it's also about the satisfaction to be satisfied as a human being, to be relevant to society. Uh, to be an asset and to be valuable it is yeah. not about being rich yeah. it is about being relevant yeah. to society so it's a deep conviction that as a human being you must contribute to the service of others you must contribute in addressing the challenges affecting humanity yeah. so that is my understanding of, of volunteerism and uh, once i manage to achieve that uh, doing something for society doing something for my community I attain happiness. Yeah, and it's a, it's a purification of the self in a sense, you know, because um, there is the concept of the Amlun Ilayha, the person who works and gives, collects the the, the 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 charity for people and gives, and he's he's supposed to be paid as well. Mm. Um, but when it comes to volunteering, it's a different angle to look at at certain projects that you work on. Um, it's not paid. Um, you really have to do it because you love it. Mm. 
um, or you get a happiness because you're close to people that do it and share uh, a common understanding with that. Um, but uh, let's talk to um, just um, your final comments on inspiring. Why should people volunteer? Um, in, in terms of your personal experiences, um, at that point, w- w- what point did you realize, okay, I wish some more people could do this? You know, uh, let's start with, with Maria. For me personally, I think if um, people want to volunteer, they need to do it because it's intrinsic. It's something that they either want to do because they they feel that um, elation of being part of something bigger than just themselves or because they want to contribute to something that is um, holistic and working with like-minded people. So volunteering, in essence, um, should bring you some joy of giving and taking of your own personal time to give to others. Absolutely. Um, let's let's talk to uh, um, Naila. Just move the mic over there. Yeah, thank you. To me, um, volunteering will honestly it will make you content. It will actually give you a lot of confidence. It will help you meet amazing people. That will help you grow as a person. It will honestly strengthen your faith so much. Um, it makes you sort of learn how to work in groups as well mm-hmm. and at the end of the day you know whatever you're doing is for Ahira. Mm-hmm. It's like I told um, one of the staff members of Islamic Relief, you know, you're actually living my dream because I studied events with a purpose yeah. of actually doing it in a way that can help people mm-hmm. and he is the events and volunteer coordinator and I told him, you know what Everything that you're doing, an email that you send out, uh, yeah. every liter of petrol that you use, you're working for your ahira, you're getting paid for your ahira. That is like my dream job, yeah. you know, to be able to love myself. I'm sorry, to be able to love my life completely mm-hmm. in doing things for my ahira. Absolutely. How, mm-hmm. how about you, Rushta? Um, well, I would. I for me, uh, when I got started in volunteering, I never started as a, um, I guess, a righteous act. It was more to hang out with my friends in a in a good and safe mm-hmm. environment yeah. so it doesn't just because you want to volunteer yeah. um within an organization doesn't necessarily mean um it has to be boring if you bring your friends along it can yeah, yeah, yeah. it can start with it, it really it starts with something fun and then when it comes to crunch time and you realize that oh this is c- uh, clashing with um <laughs> other events and you start putting what your volunteer work on top of other things then you realize this is something that you want to do so um mm-hmm. uh from my from my side i say just give it a go you you won't mm-hmm. you won't regret it absolutely i mean the, the idea of an intention is that you don't just have an intention and then you can do stuff intentions develop and strengthen over time closing comments uh Danmo and uh Okay, thank you, thank you. I'm always the last here, you don't know. <laughs> 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 clockwise or anti-clockwise. Uh. <laughs> okay, thank you. I, I find the volunteerism to be a very relevant, uh, should I call it, a exercise or practice, yeah. especially for the young generation or the youth. It has some benefits, quite a number, especially in terms of networking mm-hmm. with the peers. Uh, you get to know uh, professionals and even activists uh, in the field who can help to make your dream uh, a reality. Yeah. So it's a very important exercise that uh, any young generation must consider to venture into and also there's also need to consider that when you are involved in volunteerism there are quite a number of skills that you can attain uh, from, the, from quite a, a number of people that you, you, you meet 
you mm. see so 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 in other words you are saying your network base is broadened Absolutely. you are not narrowed you become yeah. broad you see yeah. so you meet people from divergent <coughs> backgrounds be it political religious mm. you see gender and so on and so on so it's very imperative that the youths must not just uh, stay at home saying i don't have a job and then does nothing it is important that they must be involved and participate in addressing the challenges affecting their communities. And there you heard it, that's uh, Dan Mochuma. We spoke to uh, him, uh, Mariam Krill, Naila Holland and Rushta Buli. Um, and just give it a try. Um, we, we urge everyone <laughs> to do so. Um, but that's it. Uh, we'll, we'll take a break uh, quickly and then we'll come back uh, with Voice on Reynolds.